I mean, what would you do if that's what it was? I have no idea. Uh, I, I had to think about it for like a second there because I was genuinely concerned that that was what was happening. But I still don't know. I don't know. I haven't gotten to the point where I've had to make the decision. I mean, I'm going to have to think of something. Though. If you have to think about it every single day. Not every day, but I think about it sometimes. See, that's what's weird. At least more that's than, the weird part. At least this. once a week. Okay, we have to get into this. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Of course, we do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page. Amazon is a uh, place where a lot of us go to when you go to funemploymentradio.com. <laughs> Click on the Audible link, and that is. <laughs> you know or I click like on the go? Amazon link. Oh boy, I'm not going to lie. My head is a little bit stuffed up today. And Greg I'm has a little bit of a foggy I, noggin, you I, guys. A foggy noggin. Um, here's what's going on. I I'm going to blame this on allergies, even though that doesn't make any sense because I will not admit to the fact that I. There could be another possibility. I'm saying that it's just allergies. You're talking gonna clear so up fast. The allergies are going to clear up later on today, and my head will be back to normal. So what's happening over there? Uh, my head's very cloudy right now. It's like looking at the world through um, through a foggy windshield. Through through a foggy through the foggy windshield? noggin. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of what it's like right now. That's mm-hmm. kind of how my head's working. But I can concentrate really hard for short amounts of time, and that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to concentrate very hard, and we're going to do this show today because we enjoy everybody who tunes into this. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right. There you go, Greg. It's being speculated that you are just allergic to colds. It could be. We talked so about yesterday. Yeah, about, about my allergy medication. My allergy medication. Um, I don't have allergy medication anymore. I'm, oh, yeah. We did talk about that, how your mom used to sprinkle it into your oatmeal. Yes, it's true. Oh. So, <laughs> Sarah, come on. Knock it off. This was my. Uh, it's you my need to address that sound. Was my that was. Chapstick. My lips got sunburned from walking outside yesterday. So, it's my karma. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this really. Everybody wants to hear the sound of you putting on Carmex right now. That's good. It feels good on my lips because they're sunburned. All right. Um, <laughs> clearly, this is already a best of show. <laughs> We've got thousands of episodes. Wow, Greg. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's continue on though. Let's talk about though what happened yesterday. Um, and it is this. There, if you're in Portland, Oregon, or even anywhere near, because all around here, every other city near here. Was the the entire city was woken up to the sound of a thunderstorm, and I know it sounds like oh boy, we're going to talk about talk about a thunderstorm. But for here, why do you always discredit things right before we talk about them? Because if you live anywhere else, everybody's going to be like, "Neat, a thunderstorm." You have to explain why it's such a big deal here because we don't get them. It doesn't happen here very often. This and is so, true. So it was a big deal. It was terrifying. Like as soon as. I did not know what that was. It sounded like there was a car accident or something. It was so loud. Did it wake you up? Yeah, it, I think it woke up the entire city because that's one of the things I was going to bring up is that uh, today, you know, everybody I've talked to is like, oh, did you did you wake up from the thunderstorm? Did you? I think you could even hear people talking about it at the store. No, it shook my apartment building. Yeah. It shook it. I thought that there was like somebody had literally like crashed into the side of the building because it was so loud and so booming. 
But that was – I thought that somebody had crashed into the building after, of course, I went to my first thought where I thought there was an alien invasion and it was the end of times. See, and that's what I want to get to because we – everybody everybody here had that – had an experience where they woke up, where they woke up in the middle of the night from this. And you, though, going straight to the idea that this is the end of the world. That's the fascinating thing. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I sleep like – I don't sleep soundly. I'm kind of a light sleeper. But so that's why I actually sleep with uh, earbuds in, which I know sounds weird to anybody because they like I'm just used to it now. And I have a white noise app that I listen to. So like I sleep with earbuds in with the white noise going directly into my ears all night. And this was so loud that I actually it woke me up out of a dead sleep with the white noise going directly into my ears. It was I could not believe how loud that was because yeah. I've never heard thunder that sounded like that. The only other time that I had heard it was when I was in Savannah. Mm. Like that, it was that loud there. That's how loud it was uh, last night. Like it was like actual thunderstorm, thunderstorm loud. Oh yeah. Because I woke up, I thought it was a car crash or something that, or something exploded like near my house. Oh, like a breaker or something. Yeah, which wouldn't be that or not far a breaker, out of the realm. One of those things. Yeah, because yeah. I've woken up to that before where there's been like a car crash outside and I thought it was, you know, it sounded like about the same. Yeah. Because there was one time that guy who ran into the side of a building next to me and then I walked outside and he was fine, but he got up and ran off. That oh. was a very loud crash. And it sounded like that? Yeah, it sounded like that. Yeah. So that's what I was at first at first thinking. Maybe that's just because that's what I'm trained for my neighborhood. But you, though, you said that you think about, yeah, the, another way that this could have. Yeah, I mean, I don't it. necessarily think that it's aliens, but I do really think, like, I did think for, like, a couple seconds there, I'd never heard a noise that loud in the middle of the night, and I just kind of went to the, oh, fuck, it's the end of the world. So if that's what it was, what would you do? I like, how long did you think that? About five seconds. So about because five I seconds because I you couldn't, sat, I did, I had there. No, I didn't know. It had been, like, 100 degrees Yesterday, uh-huh. I did not know it was supposed to be raining and thunderstorming. Like when I went to bed, it was still like 80 degrees outside. And yeah. I did, and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. I had no idea. So that made no sense to have it be a thunderstorm. Right. Because I did not see any inklings of like how it was supposed to rain in the middle of the night. Yeah. So my brain was kind of rubber. So as soon as I'm like, all right, end of the, like, because I heard the boom. And of course, all I go to is like Cloverfield, like thinking there's some like. <laughs> Giant you monster. do love Cloverfield. I do. I I don't know if it's so much necessarily how much I love it, but it just really resonated with me. Like for some reason, that's the movie uh-huh. that I think of when I think of like end of the world stuff because it seems probable. That, wait, what is probable in that? I don't know. In, that something in could end be of do- world scenarios. If something could be dormant at the bottom of the sea for a, a long, there's dormant in the planet at some point for a uh-huh. long number of years. Like also in like War of the Worlds, and you know, and then all of a sudden it just comes out. That seems plausible. It does. I mean, there are, there are caverns in the ocean that that we can't even get to that nobody has ever explored. So there I mean, could be something down there. You're, there you're, I mean, there are creatures down there that, that that human eyes have rarely seen. Who's to say that there isn't also some like giant thing that's going to be like that's going to come out and then attack New York City or attack Portland? Yeah, maybe Portland. So it would it would walk all the way from the coast to get to Portland to, to go to Portland would be the number one. So sure, just like trudge all the way through. Doop, 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 yeah. Doop. Um, so okay, so so that, or that maybe would like be like swim your, down, like go down the Columbia and then swim down. Um, sure, the, the Willamette. That does make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is logical. Comes in through the mouth of the Columbia. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally logical. It could happen. Yeah, I know. Oh, it could happen. You are right. <laughs> Anything it could, happen. could happen. So, so that's that's where you go with it. So you think it's going to be like a deep sea monster? 
that's going to show up. I'm not sure what kind of monster, but I knew that I was in my apartment by myself and I heard a huge boom and my uh-huh. and the building was shaking. And either I thought it was first thing I thought alien invasion, second thing car crash, third thing the big one. Oh, the earthquake! Now that's actually true. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to die if I'm in my apartment building when that hits because my apartment building is over 100 years old. There's To, to explain the Northwest to anybody who's not from here or maybe doesn't know about this, there's the constant threat, and it's always ramped up. Uh, every couple of years it gets ramped up about the impending earthquake known as the big one. Mm-hmm. And that's that's supposedly like up to a 10.0 earthquake that could hit the Northwest. It's from the, the fault that's just off the coastline that runs up Oregon and Washington. If that really were to happen, yeah, it's going to be real bad here. Oh, yeah. like, like the Northwest could be cut off for weeks if, you know, and it's, it's going to be terrible. There's like renderings. It is, I mean, yes, that's going to happen at some point, And yeah, we do need to get prepared for that. But also there's not a lot you can do to prepare for something of that magnitude. Mm. Well, you can carry around your earthquake kit all the time. You have your earthquake kit, but if you're standing at the wrong building, well, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, you do have to have that. That's true. <laughs> I have my water. Yeah, but I'm great. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna do you good. There's a, there's a video series that came out. It was I don't know maybe a few months ago, where they did, somebody did an animated rendering, a CGI rendering of what could happen to downtown Portland when the big one hits. And it's just like wow, that's depressing. And it's just every <laughs> single bridge collapses. And oh yeah, it cuts everything's off gone. One side of the it's city. Like, why do we need to see that? We know what's gonna happen. Oh my god, like, the city definitely cannot withstand it. Are they building a new bridge? No, I'm just showing you. No, what's there's just people just stranded on either side. No, I mean, it's not like they're building new bridges now. They're just like, no, that's what's going to happen. So, Oh, yeah. Get ready for that one. No. There's yeah. that new, the Tilikum, so maybe that one would be Oh, That standing. one would probably survive. Yeah. yeah. No, but that doesn't matter, though, for the other ones collapsing. Oh, I know. Yeah. But that's uh, that, that I can see. Now that you've said that, the next time I wake up to a thunderstorm, that's probably where I'll go to. What, the big one? Yeah. 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 Well, what would you do if, like, it was really an alien invasion? I mean, I've thought about this before. Yeah. For the alien invasion side of things, you hunker down. Number one, I'm gonna, I mean, it depends on what kind of invasion we're talking about. Are they going from door to door? We style? see down, we look at downtown Portland, and there is some like Cloverfield like monster downtown, like okay, but see, smashing you're, like you're big going, pink and stuff. That is more of like a Godzilla situation. Okay, that's that. When I think of alien invasion, I think of alien ships more like. Um, uh, like Independence Day? Yeah, like Independence Day. That's a, that's when you think of okay, alien Okay, maybe movie, I'm thinking more of a monster. You're thinking more Godzilla. Yeah, I'm thinking more of like an alien monster. I mean, at that point, I don't think it matters where that comes from because you're just dealing with a giant monster in your situation. It could be a deep sea monster or an alien. It doesn't really change anything, mm-hmm, right? But there were secondary monsters that came with the big monster, too. Like the okay. little ones. But all right, but let's go with... But that's right. probably not going to be the all right, alien. So let's go with aliens. What if, you, what if you hear this big boom and look up in the sky... Over Portland, and there is a giant, like a giant disc that's covering the entirety of the Portland metropolitan area above you. What do you do? Wait, so I see it above my own. You house? see it above? It's above everybody's houses. It goes all the way over the West Hills to all the way up, almost to like you know past Mount Scott. I mean, I think you're pretty screwed at that point. I probably just like you're not going to outrun it then. It's just, it's just there. Like there's no. To get out of town, you're going to be dealing with other people, and they're because going to be that going big crazy. boom, that big sonic boom, was them like going through the sound barrier, and then it was just like bam, and then you look up, and there's this <clears throat> enormous disc above you, but there's no lights, there's nothing happening, it's just there. Um, hello, and welcome, my new alien overlords. Thank you for joining us. Like, which way uh, do you go? Which direction would I don't you go? Think, why? Okay, because that if there's going to be a mass panic to get out of the city. The chances of you making it out, your your life expectancy getting out of the city is going to go dramatically down because people are going to be insane. 
Guns are going to come out. People are going to be running each other off the road. It's going to be a free-for-all of madness. And I feel like that's going to be the most dangerous part. Because whatever the aliens are going to do, they're going to do. But if they, they made it to that far, if they're already above, then, I mean, they could have wiped us out a long time ago. So maybe they have something good to say. Yeah, because they just show up out of nowhere and then just float over the thing. Well, some... if they wanted to destroy us, they would already w- would have. Well, which direction would, would you go? Would you go toward the coast? Would you go toward the mountains? Would you I go wouldn't north, go anywhere. South? I wouldn't go anywhere. You would just stay in the area where you could just get exploded? I, I would rather take that and let the rush of people get out of the city because that's where you're going to die is, is other people. I would let them let, – let everybody go crazy. So then where would you hide in Portland? In my basement. Yeah. In, your, in the Gimp Room? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would hide I down there. I could totally see that. I would totally mm-hmm. – well, I live I have too my far earthquake away kit from down you. There. Yeah. Yeah. Do you in the Gimp Room? Yeah. I've got my earthquake quick. And also I've for anybody who doesn't know, Greg has a Oh, yeah, weird, to explain that. <laughs> yes, Greg has a weird room that was not in the floor plans. It was like cut out yeah. into his house that may or may not have been a grow room at some point. I think it was a marijuana grow room. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so it's like. Back when that was not legal. It doesn't even have like an actual door. It just kind of looks like a, a swinging wall part that opens and then you just go into yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty hidden. You wouldn't really know to look there. Yeah. And and yeah, it was named the Gimp Room before I even bought the house because I bought it from a friend. And so we always joke like, ah, it's a Gimp Room. And then that's what it's been called ever since. Yeah. I don't even know if that's PC anymore. There is still that le- that, hidden, that tiny room in my basement of my apartment building, that creepy yeah. furnished one. Yeah. You have too many people in your building, though. Somebody's going to know where that is. <gasps> no, because you know what? He actually um, blocked it off and there's a storage unit, like one of like the actual building storage units in there. Yeah. So if I can climb over the fence, get in there, I can get that door open and go hide in there. I feel like yours would be scarier to be in <laughs> because you have way too many people in there. I know. You have weird people that live in that building. There's, I mean, there's a lot of people in the building you live in. I know. I don't have to deal with that many. Oh, because what if like the looting starts or something? I only have a I have I can easily barricade mine, like that wouldn't be a problem. I think I'd be just fine down there. I'd go crazy, but I think I'd be fine. So that's probably what I would do though. If a giant alien ship showed up over the entire metropolitan area of Portland, I'd I would hunker down. Like if there's if it's that big, you're talking about like twenty miles across or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, you're not going to outrun that thing. I mean, so you sit there and hope for the best. I I trust people less than I would trust whatever's there. And I think that we just had a breakthrough. Well, that's what I've said the whole time. I'm like, I wouldn't trust people getting out of the city. You'd, you'd want to run around with the masses of people exiting the city? No, but I'd want to get out of my apartment. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, so that's, I don't know where I would go. No, you couldn't come to my bunker. It would take me a while to get over there. We're like two miles away. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I could try my best. Yeah, you, you're going to be in a riskier position. I am good at blending, though. Yeah, I mean, just going to stick to the I shadows. I'm good at being incognito. Like, I can, like, actually, like, make my, just stick to the shadows and just kind of do scurry about. Scurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a scurrier. Yeah, I can see you scurrying. I can scurry. Yeah. I can scurry with the best of them. Yeah, I mm-hmm. can see you doing that. But that's what you go to, though. You think it's going to be the alien apocalypse. So so if you you seem to be, though, set on getting out of town, where would you go? I don't that know. Probably east. Probably out toward Mount Hood. Okay. I don't know why, though. Yeah, I'm curious why that is. No, but actually, no. If there were, if there really was an alien invasion, I would probably try to head north to get to my family. Okay, that's exactly what I'd do. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, that'd be pretty risky. I know it would take a while to get up there. Yeah, have you, to get you'd go on foot. Oh, that would take me days. Well, that take you months. Months. Weeks. Days, I would think. Oh, it's a three-hour drive. Uh, that would take you well over a week. 
Probably. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like, yeah, a few miles. Yeah, that's a it's lot like of 200 miles. miles. Yeah, that's a lot of miles. Yeah. All right. That, that might take me a little while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was just the thought that went through my head, though. I mean, because it was just so terrible. I Someone actually recorded some of the audio from that yesterday, and it was just so loud. Yeah. I mean, it it really was. Okay, so so that's what we're looking at with that, though. This is how you would how you do it. Keelan in the live chat said, you guys would go to Landmark and wait for the whole thing to blow over. That's true. That would be kind of fun. They do have a basement there. They do have a basement mm-hmm. and a booze bunker, so essentially is what's, what's there. So, yeah, <laughs> I would probably <laughs> I think there's <laughs> some ice cream there. in the freezer down there. We'd have some we'll competition there, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Because at some point you're going to have to go out and forage for food. There's ice cream down there, I was telling you. Oh, that's true. We'll have to just fight for the ice cream. cream. I know. I think there's some old candy down there, too, from our past events in one of our tubs. Mm. Well, I like the event that's coming up on September 22nd. 22nd at the Landmark Saloon. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. When for Greg the is... Fun and Planet Radio Brewers <laughs> Cup Cordell Tournament. When Greg is not sick, it's hilarious because his brain doesn't, like... You can string together like words and long sentences, but just basic facts like how we're doing the Fun Employment Radio Brewers Cup Cornhole Tournament on Sunday, September 22nd. It's basic dates that kind of. Well, that's been screwing me up. I don't know why. Um, yeah. I just have to focus and buckle down. I feel like this is going to blow over very soon. Like it's working its way out of my system. I'm going to be fine. I hate having a cloudy head. And I also took some allergy medication. Oh, good. I don't know if that's good or not. Probably not. Happening. What I kind of allergy medication? Claritin. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Did you take Sudafed? I don't think you're supposed to take more than one at a time. Oh, I don't know. I just kind of. Yeah, I don't match. think. I don't think you're supposed to mix <laughs> <Okay>. and match. <laughs> that's not the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah. All right. Well. I have some world of crazy to go with your crazy. Crazy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stellan. Welcome to my world of Greg. Crazy. I heard that. Crazy. First up, got a couple. Are these both Florida? Yeah, two. A back couple back-to-back Florida man what? stories. Which, by the way, Florida, I know we're, we're sitting here talking about a thunderstorm. I know there's an impending hurricane. So we are aware of that. And please be careful. Oh, my gosh. No, yeah. that's It's not comparable in any way. No. It's like. That's what I'm sure. We were just jostled. We have, a, we have a lot of very nice Florida listeners. Yes, we do, especially Trudy. Also, you're full of crazy people, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Of course they do. They live there. All right, first Florida man story is out of Calhoun, Florida. A Calhoun man who claimed to be God has been arrested after <laughs> touching people, fighting with police, and getting tased. Touching people? Touching people. Touching so there are people you. fighting with, with police. Well, the Calhoun Police Department tased and arrested a Florida man at the Calhoun Aldi supermarket after they say he touched and prayed over people without their permission and then fought officers while cursing, (laughs) reciting scriptures, and claiming to be God. So you just walk up and start touching somebody and pray to him? Yeah, he was just like, let me pray for you. Pray for you. Let's find out a little bit more about this gentleman. Uh, His name is Leslie Floyd Cox. Leslie Floyd Cox. That seems about right. Yep. All right, so this is this took place in Calhoun, but Leslie Floyd Cox was from Hernando, Florida. All right. He was charged with obstruction of an officer, simple assault, and disorderly conduct. 
whole slew of things. Uh, so the incident began this past weekend on a delightful Florida Saturday morning when store employees observed Mr. Floyd Cox appearing to ew, spit into produce bags and customers Gross. were complaining of him approaching them, trying to touch them and offering to pray over them. Store employees asked Cox to leave and called 911 when he would not. Yeah. When officers arrived, Cox was uh, still yelling at employees. The officers then also asked him to leave. Reports say that he began arguing with police, cursing, and again quoting the scriptures. Doesn't say which scriptures he was quoting. An officer attempted to place Cox in handcuffs, but a struggle followed and he was able to get away. Uh-oh. But they were able to quickly catch him. During that fight, during that struggle, he still was praying, scripturing, and claiming to be God. Reports say that Floyd Cox was greasy to the touch and smelled as if he had not bathed in quite some time. Gross. Two officers eventually used their tasers on Cox, uh, but they they weren't able to contain the crazy. They then tackled him and held him down until additional police arrived and could place him into handcuffs. Uh, He was booked into jail, and state warrants were obtained for his charges. How much meth was this guy on? So much meth. All of the meth. And I kind of identified with greasy to the touch, like, during the summers when I'm, like, so, like, sweaty. (laughs) Great point. But I'm not greasy. I'm just sweaty. I'm like, yeah... I probably look greasy. Greasy to the touch. The Sarah Dillon story. No. That's not what you want. I don't want that. Yeah. I don't want to be Leslie Floyd Cox of Are you start Florida with trees. People? No, and I'm not going to touch people without their permission. Oh, I did see that strange man that wanders around southeast Portland the other day. Who? Um The praying oh, yeah. guy. And I saw him, and he was actually, like, running at somebody, like, uh, like, there was a group of kids, and he was, like, trying to, like, sing at them and touch them. I'm like, whoa, bud. Slow down. Slow your roll there, buddy. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's I, – I do not like that. All right, Florida Man story number two. It involves what is the Florida man and the Portland man's favorite weapon of choice? A sword? Specifically? A samurai sword? Specifically? Yeah, I don't know. Why you get so mad at me when I don't guess these? Greg, you have one. A, a sword. What were we given by PDX Alerts? Oh, a machete. Duh. Sorry. So, I'm not mad. I'm oh, come just on, disappointed. Man. That is well, proof. That is perfect proof. My brain is not. That's true. If you didn't even like identify with Portland machete, I know. Like for real, I'm not. We're not, joking. We're not joking about it. My brain is really In the really chat, not... it's just machete, machete, machete. I know. My brain is not working. I'm trying my best. And sometimes your best isn't good enough. I'm trying. All right. A Florida man who did not appreciate being told to flush the toilet in another person's home after using it allegedly threatened the man whose home it was who complained by saying he was going to chop him with a machete. Because the guy whose house it was wanted him to flush the toilet after he used it. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand Sane, that. Complete sanity. I mean, I would be. I would be upset. The suspect, and this is a real story. Uh, I saw this on many different sites because I'm like, this is. It just has so many puns in it. So I'm, I'm removing the the written puns that somebody was like being like. It was a crappy situation. Oh boy! Somebody actually wrote that I, I in can the see news you story. Writing that. Oh, you couldn't. That's very mean. Wow, Greg. I could totally you see You really it. aren't in there. 
Well, the suspect uh, is 46-year-old Keith Mounts. Keith Mounts. Okay. Uh, when asked later on by confront- when confronted by police why he was not willing to flush the toilet, he just said, shit happened. <laughs> As a result of the crappy situation, Pasco County Sheriff's deputies arrested Mr. Mounts on felony aggravated assault charges. So this incident occurred in an unnamed victim's home in Hudson, which is uh, 30 miles north of Tampa, Florida. Oh, my God, this person... I'm embarrassed to read this article by this person. You know who it's by? Uh-oh. I just realized Newsweek. Okay. And Newsweek got the straight poop from the sheriff's office spokesperson. No, what? They it just, just wrote says that? that. It says that. I'm not making that up. I'm reading this. That's not even being a, like, no, using a it's pun not even clever. or a... It's just disgusting. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just gross. We got a dump of information from the sheriff's department. <laughs> <laughs> The spokesperson said the suspect didn't flush, and when the victim called him out on it, the suspect threatened him with a machete. Well, the victim called 911, and when officers arrived on the scene, they found a machete in the yard that reportedly belonged to Mr. Mounts. Although Mr. Mounts told police he was using the machete to defend himself, officers said he could give no reason why he needed to do it in the first place. Mr. Mounts later gave a written statement to the investigators that summed up things where we said it before, where he wrote, shit happened. Well, Mr. Mounts remains behind bars in the county jail in lieu of a $5,000 bond. Mr. Mounts. Mr. Mounts. And finally, pivoting Mr. Mounts. <laughs> completely away from the Florida man and in a different part of the world and not at all having to do with machetes or feces or people claiming to be God. What else is there? Let me tell you the story about a mythical half-man, half-owl called the Owl Man. Greg, have you heard of the Owl Man? I think the Claritin is working. What? What did you, what did you just say? A mythical half-man, half-owl who has doth been called the Owl Man has been spotted after years of hiding. The Owl Man? The Owl Man. The Owl Man is now scaring off holidaymakers, which are, you know, like people on vacation, in Cornwall, and has now been filmed again after years of silence in a graveyard there. It's called the Owl Man of Mon and Smith. Isn't is, that cool? Is like the bottom half an owl and the top half a man? Let me or tell you around? about this. I'm so obsessed with this. Okay. I, I, I fell down this rabbit hole, but then I stopped because I wanted to talk about it, and then I was going to fall back into it. Because I'm thinking more of like a centaur kind of thing. The but. owl man of Mon and Smith has been subject of folklore since the 1920s in Cornwall, but there have not been any sightings since 1976. Okay. Until now. Oh, no. Now, more than 40 years later, ghost hunter Mark Davies has claimed that he has caught the infamous character on camera. Oh, my gosh. I hope the shrink about, across the room has, like, closed her door. I'm just realizing how loud I am. <laughs> nah. Whatever. Let her hear. All right. Anyway. In the footage, Mark Davies, ghost hunter, and a friend can be seen prowling around a spooky graveyard, which lies behind a giant iron gate. It reads Dathaimi Nessi the Du, which is Cornish and translated to It is good to draw nigh to the Lord. Mark holds a spiritual metal detector and pans his camera around the graveyard, asking if any creature lives here. Hold up. 
Wait a minute. What's a spiritual metal detector? Uh, I don't know, but I know you need one. I do. Yeah. Also, I need my metal detector back. You should. You need to write to her. Yeah. I haven't had that back for a while. I don't even know if she found the missing. This goes back a few episodes. Somebody borrowed my metal detector. Yeah, the girl whose who's wedding I helped with borrowed his metal detector. She lost something of her she necklace. She hasn't returned it. Like, she's supposed to split the treasures with me if she finds treasures. I guarantee you she hasn't done it yet. Oh. <laughs> Sarah made the universal no, sign for somebody no. who maybe engages in an activity no, that perhaps shut up. makes no, she's you very a little busy. bit slow she's to work on busy. things. <laughs> she is very busy. Watching Cheech and Chong movies? Is, no, she just got like her doctorate. <laughs> she's extremely busy. <laughs> busy eating snacks. Greg Nibbler, stop it. <laughs> All right. All right, so he's asked if any creature lives here, but when Mark goes to investigate with his spiritual metal detector, the apparition vanishes, and he can find no more trace of the Owl Man. Now, according to local legend, two teenage girls once spotted the Owl Man while on holiday in Marmon Smith near Foulmouth, Cornwall. One day, they walked down an old and remote road to an old church more than a mile from the village center. It was there the two, na- two teenagers saw the terrifying bird man with wings and feathers on top of the church tower. The story says they were so scared by the sighting that their father decided to put an end to their holiday and leave Cornwall immediately. Ooh. At the time, all eyes turned to the village and Discovery made headlines naming the beast the Owl Man of Monon Smith. Now, although Corn and P- Cornish people still remember the story, many said they had not heard its name for many years. Oh. People at the local pub, the Red Lion. I would go to that pub. I know. The post office and the memorial hall had all heard the tale of the hybrid beast, but all said they did not know enough about it to comment. Penny Salisbury, local busybody, oh says... Oh, my gosh. That's such a great name. I have not... Penny Salisbury, down I... at the Red Lion, going down for a couple of pints. I haven't heard it mentioned for years and years since it first actually happened. Oh, you do not want to get Penny started on the Owlman. It was a media event at the time. People were scared to go to the church afterwards. The Owlman looked quite menacing from the pictures and drawings made from the girls involved. Penny sounds like she would be fun for like a (laughs) half hour. But then she'd just keep on going and like circling back poking. to the same stories. Yeah. No, she'd have like it'd be on repeat. And you could never be able to get a word in it twice. Mm. Penny Salisbury seems like a talker. But a good half hour should be fun. Oh, solid. Fun to hang out with. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, then you're like oh, you go. oh, you're not. Oh, we're still going to go. We're oh, still we're going. Still do- we're still doing that. Still doing this. We're still doing that. Yeah, okay. I'll get you a, a pint. All right. So All right. the most recent update happened with Mark Davies, of course, um, ghost hunter and owner of the spiritual metal detector. Uh, Mark <laughs> Davies from detector. Falmouth Cornwall was in the graveyard with his friend Chris Power from Manchester. Mark said, there's ley lines which are on the ground near the church and they give off paranormal activity. There was hissing in the trees and you could hear flapping. Ooh. I heard it go right over my head and I was shocked. That's when I saw the figure. And it had horns on its head. It was mad! On my spiritual metal detector I had, which picks up electric magnetic energy that we use to detect ghosts, I was getting conscious replies to my questions through it. It's telling me there was a demonic energy and that it wasn't safe. He didn't see anything, my mate. He just felt a surge of energy. He didn't realize till about a half hour later that the owl man had scratched him. Wait, he didn't see anything? No, but there is a picture. There, and you know what it Where? is? You look up owl man. And the, the interesting thing is, is this sighting in, uh, you know, that just happened yeah. and the one in 1976, both of them actually 
like describe the Owlman the same way because he isn't like he actually has horns and he's just like this. How big is he an creature. owl then? Well, because I think because owls have like the little things like the pointy things on their heads. Are those their ears? <laughs> they have tufts. I don't know. Are those their owl ears? <laughs> you think owls have horns? <laughs> there are horned owls. Greg? I mean, not horn horns, but they're horned. Horned owl heads. Owls have horns. No, not actual horns, but they're called horned owls. But this owl man, the owl man had horn horns, not horned horns. Then why is horn he horns. called owl man? Because he has big flappy owl wings and he has horned horns. Horn horns. Yes. Owl man. Oh. That is your rule of grace. Wow. That was a lot of crazy. I kind of want to go to Cornwall. I do. I kind of want to go to the Red Lion. Have a pub with Penny Salisbury. With Penny Salisbury. <laughs> oh, hello, young man. Oh, you want to, want to hear about the owl, do you? But the children of the books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I think your crazy has spread over it here. It has indeed. Oh, my God. I'm feeling a little bit better about myself. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have a couple birthdays. We do indeed. Two yeah. of my favorite ding-dongs in the entire world. Yep. And I do want to say. A couple of ding-dongs. There really are back-to-back ding-dongs. Uh-huh. Do you want to say to Ding Dong Number One, whose birthday was yesterday that we forgot about? I want to say very happy birthday Don't too. Say that. Say you were saving it. I was saving it for today because we wanted yes. a double birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to the one and only Mister Jay Daryl. Happy, happy birthday, birthday Jay. Jay! Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Goddamn right. And to the man of the hour today. To our dear friend, to my brother, the wonderful, spunky, mm. hilarious. What are you doing? Tuggie McGee. It's Tuggy's birthday. Tuggy. Tuggy, happy, happy birthday. Love you, brother. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Goddamn right. Good job. Yep. Boom, boom, boom. All right, good job, Greg. You did a good job. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm still alive. My brain is a little bit foggy. I'm not gonna lie. My allergies. Your allergies are just acting up. It's not a cold. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. I want to say this. If you are a fan of Next Adventure, nextadventure.net, find sponsor Fun Employment Radio. They're having a Labor Day sale. Awesome. Really, really great deals. Check out all of that at their, uh, their number one store there on the corner of Stark and Grand here in Portland, Oregon. Of course, all of their other stores as well. They've got um, a lot. Also, you need to go to nextadventure.net and see the shirtless pictures of Brett. Well, I don't think they're actually really their bodies. I'm not going to run. It's somebody uh, photoshopped Deacon Brian's faces on um, boxers. <laughs> and it says the greatest deals in sales history. Oh, not like boxers, yeah. like wearing boxers. No, it's, it's on wrestlers. On wrestlers. On the bodies of yeah. wrestlers. Oh, that's Roman Reigns tattoos. That's The Rock. No, that's Roman Reigns. It looks like Roman Reigns. Yeah, you'd probably know better than yeah, I Yeah, I know. Exactly. Well, yeah, so it's the Labor Day sale and the big blowout bonanza. <laughs> so go check that out, nextadventure.net, or go, as Greg said, to go look at their life location on the corner of Stark and Southeast Grand. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Southeast Stark and Grand. 
Why? I think I've been sharing too much air with you in here. And it's rubbing off. Jesus. That's how it works. You transfer it. You transfer it? Transfer it. Yeah. It's airborne. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning no. in. We do appreciate each and every one of you. We shall be back tomorrow with more FunEmploymentRadio.com. Bye, friends. Bye. That was good, Craig. Bye. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh.